I am the arm, and I sound like this. Hi guys, this week we are watching Twin Peaks Firewalk with Me. This is all out of order. This is the science fiction rating system. That was the film. I'm your host. Just do that backwards. Well. <laughs> yeah, it's all backwards. Uh, my name is Sam Draper. I'm joined as ever by Alex Humphrey. Hello. And Chris Redding. Hello. How are we both this evening? Yeah, good. 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 Happy that autumn's arrived. Watched this film. It's been a, been a while, has it? Mm. Um, yeah, it's nice the weather's turned. Feels, you know, autumnal. Nice, isn't it? Night is setting in. Yeah. Winter is coming. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Winter is coming. Um, in fact, winter has come to the pod because we are below zero. We are. For a third and final time. Mm. Um, if you're just joining us, we have been watching non science fiction films, three of them. We watched Maston Commander, we watched Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, and now we're watching Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. It's quite a triple bill. And in many ways, you could say it summed up all our personalities. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, actually. It says we a lot about us. sorts of things, yeah. Um, before we begin, I must say that there has been a tidal wave of negativity towards this feature. However, I will report that at least one oh. person has been enjoying Below Zero. So, really? What, yeah. Just one, though? I've only heard from one person oh, say okay. so, yeah. Okay. And uh, it was my wife. So she might oh, have been okay. not nice about it. But she did say she was... Uh, Wasn't your mum slagging it off, though, so... Yeah, exactly. My mum hates it, yeah. yeah. My mum hates it. I mean, yeah. you know, we're trying different things. Why not, eh? We've been doing this a while. Muck with the formula. Yeah, why not, eh? Why not, yeah. And actually, Master and Commander got higher than some actual sci-fi films, right? Mm. No. I mean, it... it the well, you can't do, can it, because of the... No, because the minus. Yeah, okay. but you know, but the master and commander thing. I mean, and it was a very, it was a very solid. This season had a very solid basis from Chris, mm. and then I feel like maybe <laughs> me and you just Sam, we just picked films we liked, and it. <laughs> yeah, I will say that the link between these two films was stronger than I thought it was going to be. Between this and the next one is really yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah. but um, I'm I'm looking forward to how you're going to sell this as even a tiny bit sci-fi. Okay, I can actually slightly. I've got I've got a point that I thought you. Were, I've got what I think you're going to say, but maybe okay. I'll be wrong. But will you drop that in whenever you want to drop it in? Okay. Uh, so this is Twin Peaks Firewalk with Me, the film, a film by David Lynch. Um, before we begin, let's just uh, go around our experiences. First, two questions: David Lynch, how much do you know? How much do you like him? And Twin Peaks, how much do you know? How much do you like it, Alex? Uh, I do like David Lynch. Um, I have watched many of his films, not all of his films, but many. Um, I do like Twin Peaks. I I think I watched the first series, and then whilst at university, I binge-watched series one, two, and Firewalk With Me in one go, which is roughly in like... one sitting? Yeah, which is like 24 hours. Me and a friend did it. Fuck me! Um, wow. Yeah. 
And she she done it did done that before. She was you permanently scarred after that. Well, I mean, you, the, the intro, I mean, to be honest, if you're gonna, do, this is a good one to do it with because you drift in and out of consciousness. So yeah, it yeah. kind of helps because you're like also like the second half of series two is so bad you can just sleep through it. Really, yeah, so. and then we yeah. ended with Firewalk with me. So um, right. yeah, which I do, I would recommend anyone doing. It was long, and in uni it was fun because people just kept coming in and be like, "Are you still fucking watching Twin Peaks? Are you still <laughs> we're going out? What are you, what are you doing? We're like, oh no, we're like um, so." So, yeah, but I do feel like I need... I, had, I never watched the, the third season. I feel like I should right. now, though. You should. I know that you, you really liked it, so I feel like yeah. I should probably yeah give it a go. Chris, Lynch, Twin Peaks experience? <clears throat> uh, Lynch, I liked... I like his Dune, and I like... Um, um, I think it, The Elephant Man's quite a good film. Mm. Yeah. Good film. Um, I don't know whether that's sci-fi. Maybe we could watch... Oh, it's not sci-fi, is it? <laughs> uh, Sadly not. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, at least he's got a style. Not many people can say that, I guess. Mm, yes. Twin Peaks? Any experience with Twin Peaks? No, not at all. No. Oh, um, interesting. Did they do a new TV series? Yeah, they did, in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Return. Yeah, which was phenomenal. Uh, my experience, Lynch, bloody love him. Uh, Mulholland Drive, this, yeah. Blue Velvet, three of the greatest films of all time, uh, mm. I would say. And I like a lot of this stuff as well. But Twin mm. Peaks especially, mildly obsessed, I would say, uh, to the point of, like, <laughs> yeah, I just, I've watched it an awful lot, all of them an awful lot. It's weird, like, when I was a kid, my parents watched Twin Peaks, and I've got a very vivid memory of, I wasn't allowed to watch it, mm. but I would, I remember sitting on the stairs in the dark, hearing the music through the door, <clears throat> and so I think, <clears throat> excuse me, that I had no choice, I was sort of predestined to like Twin Peaks, because I was, mm. in, you know, ingrained into such an early age. Yeah. But yeah, Twin Peaks, when I got the DVDs, obsessed, uh, loved this film, I've seen this in the cinema several times. Never I can see it because it's mm. uh, powerful. And the new series, yes, Alex, you should watch it because it was incredible and has what I think is the best hour of TV ever in it, Ooh. which is episode eight, which is absolutely unbelievable. Oh. Episode uh, eight of the new, the new one. Series three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a separate standalone bit of cinema. It's mm. absolutely brilliant. Wow. Um, uh, but yeah, so Fire Walk With Me... Um, People who don't know, it's a prequel to these series. I imagine, Chris, you were lost <laughs> for a lot of it because it's pretty. So, Firewalk with Me is kind of famous because it was a bomb. It was a commercial, and it was critically absolutely mauled when it came out. It played at Cannon, was booed. Uh, everyone was like, "We're sick of Lynch's shit. It's rubbish. It's rubbish. It's rubbish." <laughs> and there was like a critical reappraisal, probably about twenty years ago now, where people came around to thinking, oh, "Actually, it's a." It's a powerful piece of film. Yeah. Um, it's, which is... It's oh. kind of odd though, isn't it? Because people... Surely the thing that people didn't like about the series was they just wanted answers. And Firewalk mm. With Me does give you answers. You yeah, can't say it doesn't give you answers to what the questions you might have from the series. This does just tell you them in a, in a relatively straight story. It's relatively it, linear. It does. The problem, I think, is... Series two of Twin Peaks told you who Bob was. Yeah. About halfway mm-hmm. through. And then Lynch left and they all left and it got really bad. So I think when Twin Peaks got cancelled, a lot of people were like, we're sick of Twin Peaks. Yeah, basically. Fair okay. Uh, even though the last episode of it is... It's a bit like Lost. 
Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, and also, like, I think the structure of this film really hurts it for someone who's less invested or less expecting it to be what it is. I think mm. the start of it is so slow and so not the film that mm. it must have felt quite jarring, I think. Especially if you were kind of already in the mood of like, I'm sick of Lynch's bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Yeah, um, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, true. <clears throat> but no, it has been like reappraised and one of the best things to come out of that was that they got to release a thing called The Missing Pieces, which is like an extra hour and a half of this film. Oh. And there's a cut you can watch with all that stuff crammed back in, which if you're really into it, I mean, if you're really into it, you already know this, I suppose. <laughs> you don't need me telling you about it. But it is absolutely brilliant because it's got all the characters from the series who they cut out the film who are back in it. Oh, like, um, okay. All the police department and stuff like that. So, Firewalk With Me. Um, as I said, it starts with like, it's like a separate prologue in effect. Mm. Uh, it, it starts with David Lynch himself, who plays Gordon Cole, who uh, is one of the best characters in it. Season yeah. three has got so much Gordon Cole. Oh, really? He's so much. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, funny. Loads. Yeah. Uh, his whole thing is he's got like a hearing aid, but he has it turned down, so he, he shouts at everyone when he talks, which is quite <laughs> funny. Like, uh, yeah. what's the line? Uh, Sam, you stick with Chet. <laughs> he's got his own MO. Modus operandi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah so the thing is so the FBI <clears throat> have got this Blue Rose department investigating mysteries mm. and there's a mystery in that this uh, girl Teresa Banks has been murdered and she's floated down the river yeah. wrapped in plastic as uh, that's not from this bit anyway and uh, Chet Chester Desmond is sent to investigate along with Sam can't remember his name Stanley who is oh, Keith yeah. Sutherland yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh the, so the, one of the first things they do is they meet Gordon Cole in an airport and he like says, oh, here's this lady I've brought along yeah. for you. And there's a woman in a red dress who comes up and like screws her face up. Yeah, she? it's great. It's great, that bit. But again, yeah. though, they just they do explain it, though. Like, I, well, that's it. Yeah, they do. I feel yeah. like a lot of other Lynch things, that would just happen. And then yeah, they wouldn't no say why that why that <laughs> happened. Like, I think yeah. it, 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 I thought it's quite a good... It's quite an original concept of how to pass over... Secret information. information without really <laughs> passing it over. It's quite like a, yeah. you know, I quite like well, it. Because this is all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as I said, the next thing they tell you what's going on, but it kind of sets the scene straight away. This yeah. is some odd yeah. shit. Now this is mm. hand up. This is where I thought you were going to say it's sci-fi that I thought you were going to lay claim that the blue rose department was a mm. bit like the X-Files in that they, that department maybe investigates paranormal or, you know, supernatural, it's more supernatural, but that that, yeah. that is what they do and therefore you could claim this to be a tiny bit sci-fi. I think that is, a- that is what they do. They're, they're a different department of the FBI, a la, yeah, a la that, X-Files. That a, yeah, that is the link. And uh, The other thing, it's it's not in this, but like you learn in series three where Bob comes from, oh. and it's from a nuclear explosion. Oh. So it could be the science of that is what oh. uh, creates something. So it's not yeah. really in the film so much. But yeah. you're right, like they are kind of the X-Files yeah. for really <clears throat> weird shit. Yeah. But it's it's not sci-fi. <laughs> and wasn't it but gonna, it's odd. Yeah, and wasn't it going to be that the he was going to make other films around that Blue Rose team? Yeah, there was going to be two more after it where like Cooper would come back out of the lodge mm. and... They'd like finish off the story that way, but when the is Blue there a Rose UFO stuff, in the in... TV series, no, 
Oh, There's I'm like um, something else. I'm thinking of something else, then, aren't I? I mean, mm. it's not a UFO. There's like a, there's like a clearing in the woods. It is it is kind of is. I mean, X Files is yeah. very Twin Peaks. Yeah, isn't it? Like yeah. it, it is a a less weirdening of Twin yeah. Peaks. Like oh the, yeah, the definitely. whole like Cooper is a proto Mulder, isn't he? In a way, yeah. um, mm. more interesting than Mulder. But um, but yeah, this first bit is like this inter- investigation into Teresa Banks. Uh, you get some lovely Lynch stuff with like how the police station really don't want them there. Like yeah. when he orders coffee and he's like, yeah, you can have some, but it's been on the ball for two, day, two yeah. days and the woman just starts laughing hysterically at him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He does do all of this kind of Americana, but gone, yeah, yeah. gone <clears throat> sour, like Americana, but not right. He does all of this very well. Yeah. It's like fifties. It, it's like Norman Rockwell paintings where, yeah. the, where the paint has kind of bled a bit, you know, that yeah. kind of, mm. And just a bit wrong. everyone's just a bit of a, everyone's a bit odd, but not really explained why they're odd. But they are just all a bit odd, you know. Like like the Harry Dean Stanton at the trailer park, he's just yeah. a bit odd, and yeah. the the waitress is just a bit odd, isn't she? Like yeah, Do you want to know the about the specials? Good. There are no specials. There aren't any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that kind That's of thing. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you, so, what do you both think about this opening bit? Like, are you invested with this murder mystery straight away? I don't, Chris, as someone who doesn't I think know so, the yeah. material, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, um, I wasn't too thrown by it. I was kind of just holding on, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, the murder mystery is coming through. I'm getting excited. Um, mm. um, I actually do like the cast. I think they're. I think they're quite yeah. good. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're quite. Chris Isaac's better than you think he's going to be. Yeah. And mm. Keith Sutherland's doing a good job as that kind of character that he is. He's not yeah, he's a bit annoying. But yeah, exactly. But that's that's maybe the problem is you're set you are thrown in with these characters, you think, oh cool, new people, and then they yeah. just disappear mm. and they don't even come back at all, do they? Yeah. It's a pity they don't you know, like skip or like Keith Sutherland turns up maybe later on. Mm. I know like the check can't because he's he goes missing, but like yeah, I don't know. It is a shame. It's that's what I mean. Like the, the structure is so weird, isn't it? Because you yeah. do kind of mm. get to like them, and then it's like yeah. bang, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't return, which is kind of weird. Um, it's like in a, in a TV show that would work because yeah, they would be in another true, yeah. episode, but it's yeah. not a TV show; it's a film, so yeah, that it doesn't no, really, totally. yeah, it doesn't really work as well. The kind of crucial plot of it is that they find this ring that Teresa had, which has this little symbol on it. Mm. Uh, have I got it here? What you've no, got the ring? <gasps> don't I, don't put on the ring, Sam. <laughs> I've also got look, my uh, I've got Great Great Northern Hotel uh, letterhead paper. Oh, lovely! Well. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, but yes, yeah, so they find the green this green ring. It's all very mysterious. <clears throat> and then, like, it cuts back to the FBI because Chet's gone missing. Mm. Uh, and there's this great bit with you meet Dale Cooper, who obviously he's the star of Actual Twin Peaks, and he's not in this much at all, really. Mm. Uh, and he's freaking out because it's ten ten on August or something, and he's like, "This was in my dream, Gordon. Like, something's gonna happen." Yeah. And what happens is David Bowie turns up. <laughs> yeah. Comes running in with an awful Very accent. Strange. Yeah, really bad yeah. accent. They just should have said, "Don't do the accent." Um, David Bowie was gonna be in series three, but obviously oh. he died, and he's replaced by a giant teapot. That's what's in series three. <laughs> There's just this huge, like, metal. What? teapot thing that is Jeffries in series three because Jeffries has got a massive role oh. in the whole overplayed saga of like oh, Twin okay. Peaks. Okay. yeah yeah and, but wow yeah wow but this is like so this is like Lynch I kind of struggle it, with it? American surrealism I kind of okay yeah in what way 
I think I'm just too attuned to like British surrealism. Like, oh, interesting. It, you know, you know, you've got you know your Reeves and Mortimer and your no, yeah. it's like hyper surreal, I guess. But I guess uh, Terry Gilliam's quite surreal. He is. Huh. Yeah. Go continue. See, I think. I think I'm hyper-tuned to, like, comedic Britain, British surrealism. Mm. And I like, yeah. like Reason Mortar, for instance, is fantastic. Whereas I don't like Brazil as much because I don't think serious British surrealism I do mm. like as much. It's mm. weird. I never really thought about it like that. But, like, you're yeah. right, like, when it's, like, played for laughs, I think it's, I, I'm all on board. I think when we try and do it seriously, I'm less. Mm. I always think, like, yeah. things like Brazil, they always feel a bit tweed to me. Whereas... I guess because American stuff is so already alien, I can go with it easier, this kind of surreal mm. bit of it, maybe. I yeah, maybe. I don't, you know. yeah, I don't know. But it's an interesting yeah. point, Chris, because there's, there's it's, it's a definite different brand, isn't it? There's such a different... Yeah. I just kept uh, like style. seeing like uh, like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective and some of it. Oh, okay. You know, that oh, sort wow. of... <laughs> you know, wow. even David Barry's dressed like him. You well, know, yeah, that got is, that. yeah, it's true. That is yeah. true. Yeah, David, yeah, he's dressed <laughs> he's a bit true. like him. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he's he's really. I mean, he's odd in it. Yeah, I think he's got, he's got a, he's got a bigger role in the one. Oh, you see, so in this bit as well, they keep cutting towards into like this room where there's the little dude. Yeah, uh, he's called the Arm. Yeah, he's quite famous because he's parodied a lot, like this very short uh. dude who talks backwards. Uh, and they're all talking backwards about Garmin Bosier. I want my Garmin Bosier. Yep. I was like, I want my Garmin balls. Yeah, it's that kind of backwards yeah. talking stuff. And there's a guy with a big long nose who I don't like. Oh, no? You don't, the little boy with the nose. Is that the... No, is that guy with the nose. Oh, it's the guy with the nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then and David Lynch's son is in there. That's who's oh. uh, the kid in the suit who's pointing. He goes, yeah. Uh, I can't believe what he says. And they keep mentioning electricity, which is a big theme of... Oh. Uh, this film and there's a little monkey who turns. It's the little monkey. The little no, monkey. I didn't know. Yeah, a, the monkey's at the end as well. Oh, the monkey says Judy, uh, and Bob is there. Yeah. Killer Bob. So if you'd seen the TV series, you'd know mm. that the guy in the denim jacket and the long hair. This is Bob. Yeah. And Bob. Uh, by the way, spoilers for the whole of Twin Peaks here because we've got to spoil it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the film spoils it. Yeah. Bob is this entity which kills Laura Palmer. And the central mystery of Twin Peaks and why it was a phenomenon was because you you needed to know who killed Laura Palmer. Yes. Which is film answers. And Bob, quite famously, Bob is, uh, it was a set dress or something like that, who was fixing something out of focus mm. and Lynch saw him and was like, oh my God, that's terrifying, that dude back there. And <laughs> Which must, cast... have, must have done great for his self-esteem. <laughs> that's like, right, yeah. This is just what I wear. I'm just at yeah, work. Totally. Like... Like, but he what? was cast like that, and he wears his own clothes always in the thing. <laughs> yeah. But you get it, because oh, he, yeah, he, he's he quite... always shows him that creeping light. Yeah, yeah. And it's not in this, but there's a bit where he call, crawls over a sofa in the series, which is the, one of the most terrifying... I mean, he's terrifying this, but there. Yeah. So that's Bob. So this is, again, though, like, so... Bob, if you haven't seen Twin Peaks, you don't know who the hell Bob is. No. So I wonder, like, how... Well, Chris... <laughs> I guess you just don't know what's happening at this point, do you, in terms of that room? No. It's just, it is just no. surrealism, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, although, uh, although, Alex, so how much do you know, even if you know Twin Peaks, though? I suppose it's still abstract, isn't but it? But you know that's you know that space. You know what that represents. You know the Black Lodge. You know the, the Black... Room. Yeah, you know what that yeah. represents. You're like, oh, it's... 
you know that's true it's happening again you know that it's it like is happening again yeah. so i think you know enough <clears throat> but yeah. yeah if you've never seen it you'd just be like i don't what the hell is this it doesn't make any sense yeah yeah it's hard it's a uh, yeah it's a it's a hard sell really to anyone that isn't <laughs> hasn't watched twin peaks really you don't start here i mean ironically you don't Probably start why with it was this. a flop Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, especially because it bubbled burst already. Yeah, this just reminded me of one of my favourite bits of Twin Peaks memorabilia. Uh, you know, it says "Let's Rock" on the car. Oh yeah, check out this I got from Japan. It's a little Snoopy. Oh, with a little Snoopy badge that says "Let's Rock" on it. Snoopy <laughs> he's in, in the, red in the room. room. Oh my god! Yeah, he's in the red room. That's so weird. Yeah. Who put that? In? Tenuous. Oh, that's very Japanese. Japan love Twin Peaks and they love Snoopy, so they just put the two together. I suppose. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, that happens, and then we enter the film proper. <clears throat> yeah now, yeah none of that was that was all pre-titles wasn't it really yeah and now like the film now essentially i see this film is just a descent into a nightmare isn't it yeah and i think what this film does really well is takes like american like sweet up like, 50s hollywood um like high school you know that kind of yeah. vibe what do you call it like happy days kind of thing isn't it yeah is that yeah Instantly corrupts it yeah. and then just corrupts it and corrupts it and corrupts mm. it until by the end it is just yeah. a horror show. I mean, it's yeah. a horror show nearly all the way through, isn't it? But and it's also quite like um, a melodrama, isn't it? A lot, like the music is always that that heightened, like daytime TV. Soap stuff. General yeah. Hospital type. Yeah, yeah. soap opera yeah. type. You know, and like they're, they're all really, it's all really strong emotions, isn't it? Yeah. And, which again made more sense in the series, didn't it? Because it yeah. more closely aped yeah. like soap operas and things yeah. like that. It, it is a bit weird now, but they do change the soundtrack quite a bit to move away. You don't hear the theme so much in this, do you? But no. But even the way, even the way when they cut to this bit of the film, they play the Twin Peaks theme. It's yeah. like you've watched a B movie and now here is Twin Peaks. You know, a little bit. Yeah, it's, yeah. The music, by the way, uh, exceptional. Angelo Badalamenti, yep. absolute genius. Uh, if you've not seen the video on YouTube where he talks about um, the creation of the theme, have you seen that? Oh, have you seen oh that no, video? I haven't. No, it's fantastic. And he's like, oh. he's going like, and I was playing away, and I was playing this this song, and David said to me, "Stop, Angelo, that's Twin Peaks." <laughs> he's so good. He's like proper Hollywood. It's it's a brilliant watch. And he's like playing away. And he's like going through it all, and he's going, and the, we were moving, and we were going, yeah, and that's it. And here comes Laura, and this is the scene. He's like so into it. He's, it's brilliant. <laughs> R.I.P. Angelo, he died last year. But, oh. uh, his music in this is fantastic. And he did, does all of it. There's, there's some of the, the rockier tracks are by him and Lynch. They had a band called oh. Thought Gang. And uh, they play on like some of the tracks together. Which are I like the music in the club. That's my favourite bit of music. Oh, that is the... Yeah. We're going to get that. To that. that is yeah. the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, but yeah, at the start, Laura Palmer, just a schoolgirl. She's going to school. Mm. With a friend Donna, she's got a boyfriend Mike. Uh, sorry, um, Bobby and her boyfriend's Mike. What, what is it he says when he goes? Uh, you know, they walk past. He goes, "Mike's cool." Is that what? <laughs> it's like really like he's very happy yeah. days and sort of funsy yeah. stuff. There's James who is uh, he's like this guy who rides a bike around. Yeah, the, he's the like, kind of misunderstood like rebel, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, like this kind yeah. of like he's like the yeah the kind of like bad boy, but not really bad boy isn't he i love i love james yeah yeah he gets a great payoff in the new series oh okay. that, and they they all sit around the bar and they're like james is always cool it's really <laughs> it's really sweet because he's like clearly not cool but um but yeah it's like a little high school drama um but things very quickly go 
a bit south because like she's snorting coke. Yeah. Uh, Bobby the bad boy is in with the drug trade. Uh, and I think, oh, and jo- he says she's having an affair with James. Laura is seeing James as well. Yeah. And he's like, let's fall in love. Let's run away. Um, and Bobby's not impressed with that. So this little, this little bit interlude, do you think they, are we in the Hollywood, are we in the high school bit too long, too short? Is it all right? Were you with it? Did you enjoy this tonal shift from the first bit? I did. Yeah. I I was with it. I was I was kind of yeah, I was enjoying it. I enjoyed the little Intrigued. shift and how change a change of setting, change of feel. Yeah. I think I think it yeah. works. I the bit when she goes and sees when she goes to see is it Harold Smith? Harold, yeah. Yeah, I'd forgotten who he was. So that was a bit like I cuz I think the teenage characters they're kind of archetypes so you can just be like, "Oh, that's obviously the, her boyfriend. That's obviously yeah. the other boy. Oh, that's her best friend. But this guy, I was a bit like, oh God, I kind of remember him. I don't really remember him. Yeah, the Harold bit's weird. And it's... The, the point, because she's got, keeps, keeps a diary. Yeah. And you can buy the diary. It's a good read. <laughs> if you're obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she notices some pages have been ripped out. Yeah. She panics. Yeah. And she goes to, yeah, to Harold, you say, who, he's an agoraphobic who, because Laura does Meals on Wheels. That's like her yes. yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of job. And yeah. she has been visiting Harold, and I think she's sleeping with him, I can't remember. But, like, yeah. she has been confiding in him, like, what's going on. Yeah. And, to, mm. uh, like, he keeps the diary. She tell, He tells her to keep the diary. Yeah. And he's he's in the series more like Cooper goes and investigates, and that's how Cooper gets the diary off Harold, because yeah. she leaves it with him. So, like, things like this is stuff like, it is like that classic film prequel of like it's like it's like the star wars prequels isn't it of like yeah. how how, how Luke yeah gets how did Tatooine. that get yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's really Which are, that's really funny that bit because isn't it and it cuts back to cooper and he's like oh like i've got all these like visions of of who the who the next victim is and he says all this yeah, stuff yeah. and then the other bloke's just like that's just every teenage girl in america <laughs> and, then Albert, he, yeah. and then he says like oh she's um she's with an abundance of food or like yeah. that, which is the only... Act, and then when it cuts and she's doing the Meals on Wheels, on wheels and you're like, yeah. oh, but actually you didn't get that right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I don't like those cuts to Cooper. I don't... They're unnecessary. Don't it feels think... like they put, I thought like they put it in there because people wanted to see him in the film. Do you think it's just fans... Because people love him so yeah. much. Yeah. And he There's didn't want to like like do it, did he? He didn't want to come back or... I can't remember. I thought he's. He... I think what I read is that he was so pissed with how. The... Oh, with series two. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. did refuse to be in it very much, and would only come back if he was a tiny character and didn't yeah. didn't do very much. Which is a bit I, bad for the fans, but I think it's to the film's strength though that mm. because the story because Laura Palmer yeah. the star. Yeah. Cheryl, I mean, what did you think of the performance of uh, Cheryl Lee in this film? I think she's really good. I think it's a very yeah, hard. She is good. It's a very hard role. It, it, it's made harder by the fact that it is a bit surreal because the mm, film yeah. is kind of surreal, but I think it's actually quite a, an honest portrayal of someone who's had what had the childhood she's had and had what the mucked up things happened to her. I think yeah. it's quite... And she's not... She's kind of unlikable at times, which again is quite realistic. She doesn't... She kind of is kind of a bit horrible as well. But you, yeah. but she so hates herself, doesn't she? She's yeah. she's self destructive. She's 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 just self self loathing. No, I think it's a very yeah. good. I think there's a lot to you know. Like I think it's a like like a lot of horror films where you can actually take. It's quite a serious discussion about something. I'd say this is quite mm. a serious discussion of um, what would a, you know a victim sexual of abuse. sexual abuse is what mm. happens yeah. to people. Yeah, I think it's yeah. yeah. 
yeah, it's probably we should probably mention it now, really. That like the the story really is about how Laura is being tormented by Bob. Bob inhabits her father, so really, it's a story about domestic sexual abuse. Mm. And she says like repeatedly, like since she's twelve, basically, she's been raped by a dad. Yeah. So it's a horrific story, yeah. and it's. I think the the it's incredible that he can tell that story in a way where mm. you do sympathise with her, yeah. you're horrified by it, but also it's a supernatural thing going on at the same time. Oh, yeah. It's both those yeah. stories. It doesn't trivialise the sexual abuse. No. It doesn't like treat it as like something schlocky. No. But it also like keeps it... It never explicitly says it's a film about that, does it? No. You know? No. And, it, and it's just, with, is, I'd say within the film, it suspends... Uh, within the film, it suspends whether... Uh, you could say Bob is, is isn't isn't real. It isn't. He is just her. She can't handle that it's her dad, so she sees yeah. Bob. She's, you yeah. could say it's a coping mechanism, a psychosis, a, a coping mechanism rather than a supernatural totally. entity. And they keep yeah. that mm-hmm. kind of in you know in flux. I yeah. think quite nicely. I would say. Yeah. The other thing to consider as well is that like Twin Peaks obviously was network TV. It wasn't allowed to show anything anywhere near as graphic as what's in this film. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it is so much more reserved. Mm. And the switch from that to this, like, I remember the first time I saw this thinking, oh, my God, this is just, it's brutal because it is compared yeah. to TV series. But again, mm. like, Lynch having the kind of the thinking, you know, have, want, I don't know, like, not being willing to show it, but having the kind of plan to show it like this and yeah. thinking this story deserves to be told in this manner is kind of, mm. I don't know. Mm. I guess so that's a reason for the film to exist, that he can go to he an could, 18. Exactly. He couldn't do yeah. this. in These things couldn't be done in television. So, no. yeah. It reminded me of a Cannes film, and it was a Cannes film, wasn't it? So It was, yeah. But they hated it, mm. which is bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. But they hate a lot of shit, but it's still very Cannes, I think. Like, <laughs> yeah. What it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the next kind of like, as it starts to get bad, one of the great scenes of the film is the first sort of dinner scene where Leyland is like, your hands are dirty. You've not washed your hands. Laura," And he goes around and grabs her and the look on her face, like of terror, he's like holding her. And it's when you first see Sarah Palmer, who's a mum, who's Grace Zabriskie, who has got just an amazing face, isn't she? Especially for horror films. Mm. Yeah. She's so uh, expressive and like, She's sort of, she knows what's going on to an extent. I and mean, I think the mm. implication is she's kind of drugged whenever it happens to think. Like, yeah. She's the, she's the white horse when she's on the bed like catatonic. Mm. Yeah, see, I thought, I, I assumed that because he does make something, does do something for her. He gives her milk or something. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So, but she knows something's wrong. Yeah. There's the thing with the, the fan, in the, the motif of the fan yeah. around that she knows things going on when the fan's on and things yeah. like that. Yeah, But it's just that the tension in that scene is so good, isn't it? Mm. Where like, because you already know I mean, well, you, if you know it's in the series, you know exactly what's going on. But I think even in the in the film, you know that Leyland is not no, no, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> shall we say? <laughs> uh, and you, call, I think, like I think Lynch described described the film as like it's about a girl in trouble, basically. And it is that, isn't it? Yeah. You just feel for like how much shit she's in and how much work it's getting. Yeah, um, mm. yeah, it's rough. Uh, what what happens next? Let's go on. Yeah, so basically, a lot of it is she, she like falls asleep and she goes into the large. And we get some more weird visuals. And she sees the ring. This is the bit I don't like. Because Cooper says to her, don't put on the ring. Yeah. I'm not sure why he says that. I don't know what. Because the, the ring is what saves her at the end of the film. Well, saves her. Oh, save, mm. but, um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why does he say it then? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. There's probably a theory. 
I bet. Well, there will definitely be a theory, but I'm not sure. But it's some nice visuals again, doesn't it? And you see yeah. there, you see the, the little one-armed man. Um, but it, after that, she kind of like now, she's on the road to to like oblivion in a way, isn't yeah. she? Like mm. a lot of her lines are about how she's sort of. She's got no future. Like there's yeah. that thing about like um, if you went to space, what happened? She's like, you just oh, keep yeah. speeding up, but you'd never stop. Yeah, like, yeah, know, all that yeah. business. Uh, and the the kind of the the, the smooth like music yeah. is getting more of a cut with the harsher <laughs> stuff. More mm. you're hearing static and things like that. And I actually and, yeah, really like the sound, the soundtrack and sound design. Mm. I thought it was quite it's cool. brilliant, isn't it? it? It's so good. Yeah. I mean the soundtracks are exceptional, yeah, and the yeah the intercutting of the two and the static that goes between it, um, and you go you see the log lady briefly who's not oh, yeah. much, but the log no. lady is great, and then uh, yeah, so Sarah Palmer is also a prostitute, an underage prostitute, yes, and she goes to the club and Julie Cruz is singing, and I love this scene so much, you know, like Laura Palmer sat there before yeah. she goes like to work and she's got tears streaming yeah. down her face. Yeah, because she's just so. I don't know, like she's just broken, isn't she? Yeah, she's just completely just, yeah. broken. Yeah. Um, it's. What do you think about this? The. This vibe, the clubs. Oh, is this the red room now? It is the red no, room. Yeah, no, yeah, it's the, yeah, it's no, the no. club scene, isn't it? Oh no! It's no. when they. Sorry, it's not the red. Not the lodge. It's when they um they meet the blokes, isn't it? Around the Jack. first, don't they? Like, yeah. It's all that Jack bit. And all that. Yeah. And Donna's there as well, trying to. Well, she, she's like trying to help her friend, isn't she? Or like, yeah. Donna turns up, yeah. To support. But then we get to. It's not the red room. It's not the black lodge. Is it the black isn't lodge? It? It's the black lodge, isn't it? Is it? What's I it? I can't remember the... what it's called. Isn't it like the Bang Bang Club or something? Isn't it? Wasn't it? Or the Roadhouse? Isn't it called the Roadhouse? Oh, the Roadhouse. That's it. The Roadhouse. Yeah. yeah. The Roadhouse. So there's this bit of the film which is probably 15 minutes, probably 20 minutes. Yeah. Where it's all in this club. It's all red. The soundtrack, as we discussed, I'll drop a bit into the podcast here. Yeah. Really deep, heavy, loud, distorted thing. And all the dialogue is it's basically not there, isn't it? Like, yes. It's subtitled. Um, well, I read, I read that he couldn't make his mind up if he wanted subtitles or not. Yeah. That in some versions there are subtitles, and then he would change his mind and say, "Oh no, I don't want subtitles," because I feel like I've the original version I saw seen it without them. didn't have them, and it mm. and I simultaneously thought it was the best club scene I'd ever seen because I always find mm. any club scene in any film unrealistic that the lighting is normal and they yeah. can just have conversations. <laughs> That's not what it, you have to shout at people. Any club, yeah. even a cruddy club in the middle of the like early, it's not going to be quiet. So I loved that, but then a bit of me was like, "Oh, but am I missing? I must be missing some really important." You kind of are, and you aren't missing important stuff here, aren't See, you? Because I watched, my memory of it, yeah, is that like that? It's not all subtitled. Like it was this time, yeah. I I think the first release on DVD bits of it was subtitled, and bits weren't. So maybe oh, there's like more than okay. one. There's like three versions. Of I deliberately on. put but, on subtitles so that I could un- I had all of them just to yeah. make because. Mm. There's some stuff in there that doesn't. It's just silly, like it's just nonsense stuff. What's that? Um, I am the great. I'm not Jack. I am the great Went. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and there's a bit where like Laura goes like I'm the muffin. Yeah. And that's but that's in the deleted scenes. That is oh. that's, like that's a callback to something else. I can't remember what it was. Oh. But um, but yeah, this bit. Did you enjoy this bit, Chris? Did you like this intense? Uncomfortable yeah, I, club? it actually reminded me a little bit of Under the Skin, a little bit. Mm. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Some sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah. That um, kind of like really like oppressive sound design. Uh, yeah, and the sh- like the red sh- circly circular shapes and things. It's quite cool. Yeah, yeah. blood, blood, blood coloured. Yeah, um, you, yeah, you cool. feel like you're in it, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's quite trippy. It's it's just so like, gross, isn't it? I actually yeah. don't know what clubs were like in the 90s, but they probably were nothing like this. No, this, no, this feels mean, this like a more, certain type of club. <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the idea is they're on the border of, like, America and Canada. Yeah. Right. And because they ship drugs through from Canada, and it's also, like, this club where they send... Because she goes over the border to work in, like, a whorehouse. Or, no, she doesn't. Yeah. It's it's not her. It's Donna, isn't it, in this in this series, yeah. does it? Yeah. Um, but... Uh, Yes, it's like, it's just a very sleazy place. But it feels so, like, Mm. sleaze, like, you're right, Alex, it's hard to make a club feel real, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I think it's hard to make sleaze feel real as well, but this just feels... No, it's just all a bit horrible. It's not like, like it's just a smoke rim, isn't it? And like, yeah. There's a lot of smoke as well. It's like, it's got a lot of texture to the the room. It's quite weird. Yeah. Yeah. And also the relationship of, like, how Jacques, because, like, he's their kind of pimp. Yeah. And, like, how... It's on a fisheye lens as well, which is really weird. Yeah, that's good. She, they have like an ease with him, don't they? Yeah. Of like, he's gross still, and like he oh, rapes towards the end. Yeah, he's really but gross. But there is that sort of like, you can see the relationship so easily about how like, it's horrible he's exploiting them, but they feel under his wing kind of thing. And it's yeah. so like, yeah. it's more complicated than just like, they're whores and this is a whore house. It's yeah. like, it's he, tells so much through like, just the sort of drunken yeah. movement. And, and, like when, yeah. when, and a lot sorry, of it as well is just her trying to just. Um, she just wants to like, just like, you know, she's just doing a lot of drugs and having sex with these people. She's just trying to forget about her. Yeah. Like a forget about herself. Isn't she just trying to lose herself herself. because everything's so horrible in her real life. That's what it's kind of, you know, and there's that great payoff of when she sees Donna like being groped and she just snaps out of it and she just screams like, Donna, no, it's not for you. It's not for you. Don't wear my clothes. Yeah. Cause she's so like, she just hates herself. She hates what she, she's become, what she's, um, yeah. How she's coping with her abuse and kind of things. It's so it's just so tragic, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and gross. But yeah, it's just such a relief when you get out of it. Like yes. every time you watch it, like when he, when he goes back to like because he like hard cuts back to them discussing it afterwards, and, like she's with Donna and Donna's like going, well, why is why have you been so weird about it? Yeah. And like it's just such a you're like, oh thank fuck. But the thing is you know you know what's coming up, you know like Yeah, it's not gonna get better. Respite. <laughs> yeah. Um so this is another great scene so it's all going wrong now and this is I think that's my favourite scene this is my second favourite scene in the film is when Leyland and Laura are going to meet I think they're going to meet the mum for yeah. breakfast something like yeah. that and they get stuck in a queue and Mike who is his name's Philip actually but he's he's Mike all capitals he's another spirit he's a one-armed man mm. who is like a good guy sort of from in the lodge and he's like, I love those shots when he's behind them in, the, in that car. Yeah. Just like swaying back, left and right, banging his head. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And then there's a, this, this, this shot when, so they get stuck behind this big like log truck and he's trapped. Leyland's trapped. Mm. And Mike gets alongside him and Leyland is just like floor, floor to floor on the engine. Yeah. And like 
Laura's going, it's burning, it's burning, it's burning. And he's going, I don't know what's happening. And Mike's just screaming at them going like, you've got to put the ring on. Yeah. And again, the sound design is just so... Yeah, yeah it's horrible. Mm. Yeah, you, again, you can't really hear anything. It's all just like you, noise. You can't breathe, can you? It's yeah. like, you're just like, you're just like... And isn't it... It's so tense. It's just like a little old man trying to cross the road, like on a walker. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. quite funny because he's just like yeah. hobbling across. Like, it yeah. just looks so like... It's such a rubbish reason why they're stuck but then such this kind of high drama scene yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is funny again it's like sure afterwards when like it goes when uh laura's like who's that man and Leyland goes i don't know him you don't know him do you laura you don't know him do you laura he's like really because he's so out of it yeah what does he keep saying he's like uh well, how could that happen to a man someone comes out of the blue and, oh, yeah, and does that yeah. to you. he's like yeah and he's like shouting at the mechanics as well and like yeah yeah and that guy with the stutter, he's classic Lynch sort of character. And he, the, the mechanic with the stutter who comes yeah. in and he's like, you can't do that to your engine, sir. You can't do that. It's <laughs> also like, it's like a nightmare. It's like a holiday gone yeah. wrong. Like it's like a dream where like you, you know, like a dream where you're like. Why do you like this, by the way? Why do I like it? Mm. it, it well, I love Twin Peaks because of it. It's just great. It's really some stuff. I, Firewalk with me, I love because it, it is so completely stressful and horrible it's such a complete vision of like like it's, it's a horror i don't like horror films that are like jump scares but i love mm. i love this is like a descent into hell yeah. and it's mm. very so, atmospheric yeah it's so complete it's like a and i, I can't watch it very often because it is like it's it destroys you but, it's, mm. but it just moves me so much like that you can be so like it's, I think this film. I think you are you live Laura Palmer's last week. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I th- and I find it really affecting, like that kind of, you know. which is maybe what the problem with that beginning is. Because if it had just been an hour and a half of just being with her, maybe mm. it would be even more powerful. Like maybe that whole beginning kind of. T- it, I guess at least it is at the beginning to kind of b- before you get into this. Yeah, I suppose it's just like a different film, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it is nice though because I think, especially when you know what's coming, it is nice to be that start, a bit of the start. It feels this film to me is like it's like a roller coaster where like you you know the drops coming and you know mm. you're going to go through it and it's it's thrilling to go through it, but it's mm. not fun in a way. No, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a strange. I don't know. I guess there, Alex, as a, as a horror fan, mm. I suppose a lot of things, a lot of horror films, is the attraction of that of like you're going to feel uncomfortable. Is that or is it more like? Yeah, but like you say, this isn't horror in that in that in that it's jumps and it's kind of gore and it's kind of exciting like that. This is more like an oppressive atmosphere of, and it's mm. also a bit more real, isn't it? In a weird way, it, is more, it is more real. It's more, you know, I think it's it's the atmosphere, like you say, it's the atmosphere he creates and the tone of it. It is it is very oppressive. It's very affecting. Um, Do you think of another film that that, that is so? Where you feel like you're in something for so long, I don't know, and just so like tied to its vision of just like desolation and like there isn't, there is not going to be like a, a happy ending or no, a, yeah, um, something so I don't know, trying to think a respite. What's that melan- melancholia one? Is that like that? I'm oh yeah, oh, that's true. That's a yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. That's a miserable film. I guess that's, it, a, that's a great film. Again, it is, again, it is <laughs> under the skin. They, is a bit like it. That's what I get from under the skin a bit. Yeah, you yes, are actually. That's yeah. yeah. I guess with this as well, you know there's not many films where you would know the outcome. So obviously, because you yeah, know, yeah. the end, you know, she's going to die. It's not going to not have her die. Did so... you know the end, Chris? Did you know that Laura Palmer died? Oh. No. No. Okay. No. Did you, did you expect that? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah I kind of knew something was going. I knew some. It was because it had that, as you say, it's got like that growing grimness. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. it does feel like you say it's like the last, like of someone's life. Like it's got that feel. Yeah, it's not the going anywhere good, is it? it? No. Yeah. <laughs> what What's yeah. that horrible? Uh, what's the horrible film about drug? Uh, about different oh uh, Reckon for a Dream yes that has yeah. this, this that I can't watch that film. that this is no, quite, I only yeah, seen yeah. that once yeah. that is just a labour to go through you just kind of get, get through it a bit haven't you Robert? but I feel like that though goes into shock value at the end when yes. he's going round and he's yeah. his awful wound and yeah. the, the ass to ass bit it's a bit comic yeah. book isn't it in kind of it goes too far yeah. Yeah. yeah it does yeah. go too far yeah Um. <laughs> anyway back to Twin Peaks it's un- it's unravelling Leyland is in a real bad way Uh. he because his whole thing is basically he. This is because they reveal what the the whole thing here, don't they? With Theresa Banks, yeah, yeah. So the yeah, li- the you get the link, basically. Yeah, he Leyland had, had was arranging a threesome, a foursome, I think, with Theresa Banks. He was sleeping. Uh, he was sleeping with the first victim, with Theresa. She yeah. says, what? "I've got some other girls I can bring along." Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, sure." And then he, as he's walking to the room to have sex, he sees. His daughter and the other girl that was in the roadhouse yeah. in their underwear, and then he has this like, yeah, he can't, do he it. can't do. He freaks out, and he's like, oh, yeah. and then he tells the Teresa, oh, I got, I got cold feet, kind got of cold thing. feet, yeah. But then he murders Teresa because she, yeah, doesn't she threaten to blackmail him? Is that in the film? Or is that in the extra piece? Well, the other, the I'm sure that the other girl, the other, yes, the other girl says she has some, she had something on That's, someone's yeah. dad, or she had something on someone, and she was going to blackmail them. Yeah. That's what the other girl says, Ronette. Yeah. So she gets murdered. Yeah. Uh, Bobby and Laura go to a drug deal that goes bad. Yeah. Bobby shoots a dude. Yeah. Bobby. Bobby's funny. Bobby, you know, in, in Series 3, Bobby's on the police force. Oh, really? <laughs> he's, he's really good in it. He's really, really good in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you don't expect it from Bobby. Yeah. Um, yeah, that bit's three. There's the last bit with James, where James comes to the house. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And tries to make good, and then Leyland's there. Oh, you know, she's James again, and she goes to James later on. Oh, no, it's, it's the, is it the rape now? Oh, this is this is horrible as well. So there's a bit when... We don't have to go through it all, do but like I do like the white horse <laughs> in the bedroom. Yeah. And you get the bit with Bob coming through the window and yeah. Bob crawling up the bed. It's just yeah. so terrifying. Yeah it's, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know why. Is why it so? It's uh, a combination. Yeah, it's just a combination of how the guy looks. But yeah, his his, his physicality is very. Yeah, is horrible. It is horrible. He's, it's yeah, a bit like our aliens moving aliens. Mm, aliens. Yeah. Like yeah. they got them. It's just physical performers to do the weird movements. Like yeah, yeah, it is like that, isn't it? It's just I can't. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, I guess that is Lynch's genius that he could spot that dude yeah. and mm. work out that a guy in double denim could be that terrifying. <laughs> With kind know? of long white hair. He's just got like scraggy white. He just looks like a, a biker or something, doesn't he? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or like Wolverine. Wolverine's like dad, really he looks a bit like. Right. Do you know what I mean? He's got that kind of vibe. He's a bit feral looking. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, he rapes her, and during that, she sees her dad on top of her for the yeah. first time, which is just horrible. Yeah. And so now, like, the morning after when she's out of breakfast, she's just, she's so fucked, isn't she? Just looks, yeah. like, completely wrecked. And she's like, don't talk to me anymore. Yeah, but this is, isn't this the moment he realises it's, like, it's over? Like, she it's knows. Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she goes to school for the final time, sees Bobby, 
takes loads of drugs, thinks, right, I'm going going to go do a prostitute stuff. James takes her there. Uh, and, yeah, we get to the, the conclusion. Yeah, so the conclusion of the film is that... Uh, Laura, Laura's gone off and with Jack again and Leo and and uh, what's her name here isn't it the girl Renette Renette who is yeah. she's like quite important the start of Twin Peaks mm. the series uh, they're there and yeah Jack rapes yeah. Um, Laura and ties her up it's oh, horrible it's, it's so horrible it's wor- yeah it just gets worse and worse it? worse and worse and worse Leyland turns up and he's like it's like Leyland rather than bobbing away and like he hates that Jack's doing that and so he beats the shit out of Bob and he kidnaps the two girls, and there's those shots, and they've got the torch on him, and he's, like, running behind them, like, yeah. he's, like, a... He's, like, mm. like this, like, he's kind of slave, <laughs> and they're all just screaming. It's so horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, they get to the train, and... I mean, it's just it's just grim. Like, yeah. Renette is, like... Renette sees an angel, but then she, like, starts talking about, like, all, like, oh, I'm so dirty, and all this kind of stuff. Laura's, like... He binds Laura, and she's, like, looking into a mirror, and she mm. keeps seeing Bob. Yeah. And, like, Bob is there, and Bob's, like, saying, like... Because basically, what this whole thing is, Bob wants to to possess Laura rather than uh, Leyland. He wants to actually oh, okay. consume her. Okay, uh, that's why you know that bit okay. with the right side. So like, Leyland <laughs> yeah, comes okay. in, and Leyland's like, yeah, Leyland's like, I can't believe you never knew it was me. And Bob's like, oh, I'm something like I'm really glad I, you always knew it was me. Something like that. Oh. And he's like, I want to be you, or whatever. Yeah. And the kind of what the the climax. Is with Mike turning up yeah. and throwing the ring in, her putting the ring on, what makes Bob so angry is that he then can't consume her because she's protected ah. by the ring. Okay. Okay. That, I, uh, I, did not un- I did not know or understand that. Yeah. And then in his rage, then he kills her because he can't. Yeah. I mean, she would have died anyway, I guess, but like he kills her. Yeah. I just saw, I saw it as more, well, she's dead, so no more bad things can happen to her. I thought mm. it was more of a like... Well, at least she's dead and nothing horrible can happen to her now. Yeah. I mean, there's no happy ending for Laura Palmer, no, is there? No. Really? It, there's no way out of it no. for her, um, which is really tragic. And there's a little bit in the lodge yeah. where uh, they're talking about Garmin Bozier again. And that's because if she'd have been consumed, they would have... Because Garmin Bozier is like your pain. Right. And they would have all et a pain, and they can't because she wasn't consumed properly. And that's why, you know, uh, Bob, like, slits Leyland's belly and all that, like, yeah. blood comes out. So they're eating his sorrow rather right, than his okay. You don't need to know all that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not important to me. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, Renette is presumed dead, but she's not dead. She's just in And the end is Co- then Cooper will have, like, his hand on her shoulder, and she's yeah. she's happy. Then she, Cooper's she gets, in the lodge. She's happy, isn't she? Yeah, and it goes this, on so that, that very end bit, yeah. that very end bit is actually after the end of Twin Peaks, I think. Yeah, that's once Cooper's in the lodge. Yeah. Oh, did you see Heather Graham's in it briefly as well? No, I one? didn't see. I read that she was in it, but I didn't see her. So in that's it. when Laura turns over in the bed and there's a girl lying next oh. to her. That's Annie, who Annie is the love interest towards the end of Twin Peaks to the series two. Who, do you, remember, do you remember the very end of Twin Peaks when uh, Bob is inside yeah, yeah. Cooper and he smashes yeah, the glass and yeah, he's going, yeah. how's Annie, yeah. how's Annie? Yeah. That's the girl oh, on the bed there who's okay. oh. uh, very brutal there. It's not, again, not important. And that's the end of Twin Peaks and you just breathe a sigh of relief and you're like, thank fuck, it is over. Uh, <laughs> although, again, beautiful ending with the crying and yeah, the no, it's quite, it's, Yeah, it's <clears> quite a beautiful ending. You do feel... She's, she's trapped she's, in the lodge, she's, but she's free. free. She's free. It's a happy... Mucked up, but a happy ending. Ish, ish ending, in, yeah. the, in a way, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Before we uh, do opinions, so obviously the Below Zero link, I'll say the, the link really, I know there's not much sci-fi link there, but what I'll say is the, the sort of the disturbing mood of discuss stuff like that. Yeah. I think that science fiction films are the closest I can get in mood to sort of stuff. Things like Alien, Alien 3 in particular. Mm. Science fiction can do a good angle in desolation because of like mm. apocalypses, you know, yeah. far off space, like the isolation space. Mm. And I think there's a the link there in... Mm. <clears throat> this makes this makes a very real world environment feel alien. Yeah, yeah, good. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, in that sense, to me, that's yeah. the link as tenuous as it is. Yeah. So, what did you all think about Firewalk with me, Chris? What did you think about? I mean, that makes sense. Uh, what you said, and I can see how it may have been like first, um, like the re- the reviews and the first reception of it may have been quite low. And I think, like, maybe in the noughties, like, it, you know, the reappraisal of those things mm-hmm. and the way it feels and it just take people taking it for what it feels like to watch rather than mm. anything else. Yeah. I think, I think it, it yeah. means, <clears throat> I think it makes more sense as that sort of mood piece. And I do think... I'm kind of like you. I watch films for like mood adjustment and I do like being, I do understand what you mean when you want to go to like the grimmest sort of setting and something so, you know, dark and, and it actually makes you feel when you better when you come back to the real world, doesn't it? Mm. So yeah. Oh, definitely. Yes, yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it is a, it's a literal breath out at the end of it. You're like, Oh God, you know, yeah, like it's it's my favorite film, but I'm glad it's over. <laughs> you know, some yeah. films I'd like to stay in forever, like Blade Runner. Yeah, I would yeah. not like to stay in this film forever. No, no. Um, so you enjoyed it overall, did you? I did. Yeah, I don't know whether like you know people who what are really into the TV show whether they you know like it. I'm not quite. I'm, I can't get a grasp on like what the audience would be feeling. Like the diehard fans of the TV franchise might not like this. I don't you know because you said it goes it go can go further with with things maybe. When the diehards love it, yeah, it's it's kind of as a diehard, I can tell you, yeah. it's kind of considered the sort of the the peak of, of the whole thing before the mm. new series. Mm. Um, okay, but I think I think it's the the thing is Twin Peaks series one especially was a phenomenon. It was massive, yeah, and I mm. think that is a it, it brought in a lot of people who weren't like my parents stopped watching it and didn't haven't seen series three and don't like this. I don't think. Uh, mm. But they loved the original sort of mystery because it was kind of it was just a detective story yeah. that was very mm. odd. It wasn't as yeah. dark as this at all. They liked the and sort I think of that lot that they lost. sort of vibes. It, oh. Totally, proto-X-Files thing. Yeah. I think it's those yeah. people that it lost completely. But so as a standalone yeah. piece for you, you enjoyed it as like a standalone that you didn't yeah. know anything about. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. I didn't know anything about Brilliant. it. Yeah. Oh. Brilliant. That's good. Cool. Are you, are you going to watch more Twin Peaks as a result? Or is I, I think I may have to go and... Because I actually don't... I'm not watching anything right now, so that might be what I do. Yeah, do it. The first series is... Brilliant. The third series is brilliant. Yeah. Bits of the second one are good. Alex, uh, you've been. When do you think you'd last saw this? A long, oh, a long time would, ago. Would it be that university? Yeah, yeah, a long time or? ago. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, I know. I really, I, like you say, I think it's it is very well <clears> made. <throat> it definitely puts you in. You know, you are definitely there, and I think it, it's better for that. I think it's sad that certain things that feel like they're being set up never get paid off. I think that's a 
a pity, yeah. maybe that they are they are paid they off. They are paid like, off. Se- in se- series three pays off everything, everything that you've yeah. seen. Okay, yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's a bit of a get out, though, isn't it? Like, oh, we've got a TV series which pays it off <laughs> twenty five years later. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess at least we, yeah, we can you can say that now. Like, yeah, yeah. no, I think it's it's really well made, and yeah, like I think it's yeah, I think it's actually. I, I, obviously, I can't watch it like Chris did without knowing the bits I know, but mm. I think it's good. It's good to know that it does work without you knowing anything. Because, else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, really good performances, excellent performances. I think mm. from everyone. Yeah, yeah. Cheryl Lee's brilliant. Uh, Ray Wise is brilliant as Len yeah. as well. Um, yeah, they're all good, aren't they? Yeah. Really? yeah. Um, yes. Well, I agree. It's. I mean, it's 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 a top five of all time for me. I absolutely bloody adore it and. But yeah, as I say, unique in that it's the only film I like that I don't always Weird title. want to watch. Uh, it's what, sorry? Weird title. Yeah, Firewalk With Me. She says it at one point. She yeah. goes, Firewalk With Me at one point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, if you get a chance to see it at the cinema, you should see it at the cinema because it, that, especially the scene in the roadhouse is mm. mind-blowing when it's like so loud and yeah, all around you yeah. and like yeah, it's yeah. a brilliant experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I can't say nothing really. But the only thing I say bad about it is I don't particularly like the Cooper bits. I think the the bit with um, Harold and the diary things a bit sort of like like I said a bit mm. sort of episode one mm. fan servicey, and and also like I could do more of it. There is a lot in the deleted scenes that's good, but it's it it's funny because all the deleted stuff, most of it is kind of irrelevant. But it's just like all the characters that you don't see in this from the series, they all had a bit. Yeah, and he chopped it back. To basically make it as standalone as you possibly could, which is what the mm. this, the theatrical yeah, is, which, which is, is interesting. Yeah, which is interesting. But smart as well, really. I suppose. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, but maybe if there was a backlash coming against him, it wouldn't have mattered what he did. That's true. Maybe yeah. it was just yeah. his time to be got. You know, people just were sick. Yeah. Well, we're sick of this. You were sick of this. But you know, so yeah. Why not go out on a three and a half hour cut of it? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, let's rank this film, shall we? Oh, um, we know it's going to be at the bottom, but. Yeah, so we're definitely going to be in a popping situation, but what do we think otherwise? Uh, so science... Well, like, <laughs> none. There is no science. <laughs> no, it's not really... They um, don't even use scientific methods in their... Uh, the FBI don't really use any scientific methods, do they, really? I mean, it's, it's not really about the FBI, is it? And I suppose, no. well, I guess, yeah, the only method they do use is delivering instructions via the medium of a, a mime... <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah. very scientific. I mean, he does an autopsy at one point. They do an autopsy, but it's science, but not like... They get the the, the little letter from under the yeah, nail. Yeah, I guess, yeah. No, it's there's no science. T or whatever it is. Is it yeah. B in this? No science. It's a zero for the science. Uh, it's a zero. Craft. Well, yeah, high on the craft. It's, it's a lovely film. Mm. Um, Looks good. Uh, sound design's in this. Sound design is... Good. Yeah. yeah, the sets yeah. are all great as well. Strong. Like, and, the, and the editing. Yeah, yeah. What, a nine? An eight. Eight? Okay. Yeah. Art. So this is script cinematography, score stuff. I mean... Yeah, high for this, yeah. Talk me down from a ten. Why is it not a ten? <laughs> it's, I, I because will say, it, looks, um, it looks dated, you know. It is, it is yeah. of its era. And they, it looks a bit TV sometimes. It, it, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't look like a It film. looks like Ace Ventura Pet Detective. The, no. David Bowie. There is, there yeah, is Bowie's suit. Lost the yeah. point for David Bowie's suit. Yeah, nine. Come Can on. we go at eight again, though? Eight or a nine. Because the score is incredible. Yeah. 
it's this is where you've got to consider the story and what's going on in terms but of the, the narrative. But the story is all, a lot of the stories from the TV series. They, not all of it though. Like all that stuff okay. in the yeah. the Roadhouse yeah. is new. Okay. And there are there are new arrangements of the TV yeah. things other than the one. Eight or nine. I'm happy with an eight. I'm going to go nine. I'm hearing a nine. Okay. <laughs> significant. Yeah, see, that's a bit hard, isn't it? Because it's pretty significant. I think it's very, very influential. Mm, Twin Peaks is very influential. I think this is as well. I think that there's definitely a line to under the skin, like Chris said. I think a lot of those sort of art housey and lost, uh, lost. Yeah, like I mean, maybe the TV series more than this actually. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the TV series is responsible for the birth of all that stuff. X Files, a lot, a lot of those procedural things that come from Twin Peaks. Uh, but yeah, as a film, I, I think there's a lot of experimental independent cinema is influenced yeah. by this. No, true. I mean, Lynch is always cited as an influence, yeah. isn't he? For true by all sorts of auteur types. Mm. A seven, seven, yeah. That feels that feels okay. It's not a franchise. No. There's not questionable content. It is Poppins. It is Poppins. Okay. So let's tilt this film. Oh, there we go. Are we all in the pot? The thing. Yeah. yeah. Three, two, one, tilt. Oh, so Chris hasn't tilted. I have. He's not, oh, have you? It's not shown up. My internet connection Pro- is probably a bit slow here. <laughs> wow, the anticipation. suspense. The suspense. You, you put a zero. This so is still far. on zero for me. Oh, 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 there you oh, go. Oh. Right, so we've got a seven from Alex and Chris and a ten from me. Oh. Uh, which gives us a minus point three seven five. Uh, Ooh, that's good. So it is. So it is. It's below Master and Commander, mm-hmm. but above Jumanji. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can accept that. Uh, yeah. So it is. So it's. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, second on the uh, Poppins list. Yeah. Yeah. Above Grand below Keeper Super Mario Brothers. Below the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, so. yeah, and Ghosts of Mars. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I'm glad we watched it. I'm glad we got to talk about Twin Peaks for a bit. Yeah, and everyone at home, go and watch it and watch Twin Peaks season three. Oh, yeah. Next week, we're going to watch my uh, link, oh. which is that in this film, you are inside the mind of a serial killer, and next week we're going to go again inside the mind of a serial yeah. killer. But with Jennifer Lopez and Vince Vaughn becoming <laughs> in the cell, yeah. Uh, link. I don't think this the cell would exist without Firewalk with me. We wouldn't without to There's no you know without Twin Peaks it wouldn't definitely not. Without Twin Peaks and without a lot of '90s music videos, there is no the cell. No, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, That's next week. Um, so get in touch with us, science fiction rank system at gmail.com we're on socials kind of I don't think we are anymore but sci-fi rating we're out there yeah. we're out there so yeah, yeah we're there are we on X uh, we're not on X are we anymore I don't think we're on X but I think are we on threads we might be I can't remember if I logged are we in on threads, threads. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> just email us just email, email us, us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah or shout at us in the streets yeah and yeah. yeah cool thanks we'll see you next week for Sound a very tidy finish, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was good. We're straight out of there, like yeah. if I walk with me. Yeah, exactly. We've, this nightmare has gone always yeah. to bone. We just Let's end yeah. it. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye.